what is cracking everybody welcome back to yet another episode of the players club podcast episode 91 coming at your son uh or daughter or you know anyone in between and i knew someone would call me in the middle of the show as soon as we start i get a phone call but i put it on vibrate so that didn't affect y'all except for the fact that i mentioned it um i apologize to abby i will call you later um, but anyway she's not listening to this uh, but in any case um we're back with another episode today uh and this episode is kind of a follow-up to an episode that we had a couple weeks back, I knew this news was coming sometime this month, and it has finally come, but I don't know if it came in the way that I was expecting. Uh, PlayStation Spartacus, that whole project that we speculated on way back on episode, where was that episode? I'm looking for it right now. I have the episode list up. Um, was it? Oh, yeah, it, it must have been episode uh, 88 of the podcast. Um, we speculated on that episode what PlayStation Particus would be, um, our wish list for the service, what games we hope to see on it, uh, just expecting that we would get a full reveal of it this month. And we did get a reveal of it this month, but it's a little bit more complicated than what we expected at first. So uh, we're going to talk about that in the uh, topic of the show and also touch a little bit on the Zelda delay that happened uh, for all you Breath of the Wild fans. That game has the sequel to Breath of the Wild has been delayed yet again. So we'll discuss that a little bit here. And also, you know, we'll talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, some of us have been playing more games than others, <laughs> but we'll talk about that towards the end of the show because we're going to keep the tradition going of talking about the topic of the show at the top of the show and talking about what we're playing at the end of the show. But before we get to that, who am I here with today? How you doing, Alan Muir? You mean the quote unquote nostalgia act, Alan Muir? The nostalgia act. I, I I christened myself with that that moniker on Twitter. Oh, okay. so if, you, if you go on Twitter, you'll see quote unquote the the nostalgia act, Alamir. The nostalgia act is that like a like because, a class act or is that like the no, patriot act? No, it's more like because I'm always re like referencing things from olden days, and by olden days I mean like twenty years ago. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> The ye old times. Like, recently I've been watching, like, a, the episode of Hyper Time, the Thanksgiving episode. Like, the, the what we're thankful for episode. Yep. I, mean, Graydon recorded our stuff, and Josh had, like, it was recorded separately. And I was, I was getting, I was talking about a bunch of stuff I just got, like, I'd gotten back into. And, like, the Tsunami Aftermath stuff really didn't help my nostalgia craving. I could imagine. Also, rest in peace, Toonami Aftermath on Roku. Yeah. Wait, they took that off of Roku? They killed um, private channels. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. A, a lot of people are angry. Damn, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, my, my only option is to just put it on my computer, or my Xbox, or my PS5, or anything, literally anything else with the browser. Mm-mm-mm. That that's unfortunate. Now you're gonna have to use that what my two thousands TV dot com or whatever that site is, and just turn off all the channels except Cartoon Network. Yeah, but I di I did, however, I did discover a subreddit that has been helping out with, um, like it's basically about retro TV stuff. Oh, okay. 
we're trying to just archive that stuff so it can still be easily accessible. Well, it's it's not really. It's more like custom blocks with the it's doing what Tsunami Aftermath is doing, but in like a two or three hour stream. Oh, okay, it's not awful. Yes, like there's I. Some of the stuff I found was Tsunami based or was Tsunami stuff, uh, Cartoon Network stuff, mm, and yeah, and it feels weird being back. Also on the show because I, it was what two episodes ago. Yeah. That I that I said I was, that that was gonna be taking a hiatus, or brief, the tiniest sabbatical. Which I mean, hey, that, it was a tiny sabbatical. sabbatical. Well, well, are you, are you already back from that sabbatical, or was this an exception uh, to it? It was a bit of both. Um, technically, I I finished up the thing I was writing, that which is that'll be going up on the site on Friday. Okay. And I can, and I'll just, I can just, I'll t- give a title drop. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, you think that me being not being on the last episode, you think, what are they working on? What's this giant thing? And I'll be to the show. I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'll be twenty two to the show. What's new this year, huh? Huh. Okay. <laughs> it's not, it, there's no hot in there or oh, faint, nah. faint, uh. New York accent. <laughs> I just put it on there. It just sounded so natural. I just had to do it myself. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I literally slaved onto like twenty, thirty, or thirty-two hundred words into this whole thing. Oh boy, good God! Put your heart and soul into that one. Put your foot in it. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, because Friday it goes up. It'll go up on on the site. And Friday is also when the early access starts for only the show 22. Oh boy. Well, can't wait to see that one. That should be, honestly, I think that's a good case of striking while the iron is hot. So look forward to that one. In fact, I'll, I mean, this podcast is probably going to go out a little bit before the article goes out on Friday, but uh, I can try and go in here after the fact, add that to the description. So you guys can uh, read that there or just go to the site. The site's always in the description. So check that out too. <laughs> I mean, this the site's name is in the title. Exactamundo. Like just type in your, your six digits and you got it or not digits. What's the uh, six characters. There we go. That works. Um, so yeah, speaking of characters, uh, uh, let me tell you, there were a lot of characters on Twitter the day that all this got announced. Uh, and by all this, I mean our topic of the show, which we're going to go ahead and kick off the show with uh, PlayStation Spartacus, or as it is now officially known, the all new PlayStation Plus. Um, we finally have an idea of what this thing is going to be in an official context. And I, I am very whelmed. <laughs> I don't know about you. Um, but I am very whelmed. So uh, for folks out there listening, um, like I said, a couple episodes ago, uh, episode 88, we did talk about, you know, games that we want to see on the service and stuff like that. We don't even have that. Uh, I was expecting so much more to be announced. I wasn't expecting to be uh, to be told that the service was going to start in June. I thought this was going to start in April or something. I thought things were switching over in the back end so much because they were getting ready to do a cold drop or something but no this this whole service they they detailed everything about the service in uh, a blog post on the playstation blog which we'll be referring to in a moment here but 
yeah, they totally said, hey, here's what's coming. It's not coming for a while. And U.S. isn't even first in this service. <laughs> we're we're getting it after uh, the Asian markets, which is fine. But I mean, it's, just, it's just to be fair, they matter more to PlayStation or to Sony. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. Like, like they're, they're way more important than us. Yeah, they always prioritize them in most of the things they do. I, I'd, I'd argue that in the recent years, PlayStation has been becoming more of a... Uh, okay, West, if I said the West right now, I'd be referring to Japan. But if I said the East, I'd be referring to us. Is that correct? You want to say that's right? Because I remember people would refer to the West when talking about Japanese developers a lot growing up. And I don't think the world has changed. So I'm going to just stick with that and hope that I'm right. If I'm wrong, you can tweet at me because my Twitter will be in the description and I apologize. Um, but in any case, yeah, uh, PlayStation has been prioritizing like the like the European market and the American market a lot more as of the last few years, um, moving a lot of their upper management into those areas. Uh, but at the end of the day, I do think uh, the Asian, Japanese, all those markets are going to be, if not more important to them, that's like their home base. That's like where they're more comfortable, you know, doing things. I feel like that's where a lot of their fan bases uh, or that's where they feel a lot of their most hardcore people in their fan base are. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that one. But in any case, just to give some context as to what this service is, what what got announced here. Um, so basically, they're adding different tiers to PlayStation Plus in a similar way to uh, the fact that you have Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. Here, you have uh, your regular PlayStation Plus Essential, you have your PlayStation Plus Extra, and you have your PlayStation Plus Premium. Uh, and just to give an idea of what each of these tiers are, uh, PlayStation Plus Essential is pretty much just what you have right now when it comes to PlayStation Plus. It's cloud storage for your saved games. It's online multiplayer access. It's two monthly downloadable games. Uh, and it's, what else do we have here? And it's the same price as PlayStation Plus is right now. So it's 10 bucks a month or 60 bucks a year. And now there's an option to do uh, $25 uh, every four months, so quarterly. Uh, and it's it's just the thing that you already know. Um, and as a side note, they did announce PlayStation Plus games for this month. You're getting SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, Slay the Spire, and Hood Outlaws. I Is it Outlaw Legends or just Outlaws? Um, okay, yeah, Hood Outlaws and Legends. Okay, yeah, that game is... No one plays that game, but it might actually be good. So now they'll have a couple players to investigate it. But I'm here to tell you real quick, Slay the Spire, great game. Battle for Bikini Bottom. Good game. <laughs> I know not a lot of people like that game, but I like it. Any case, so it, that, it it's it's even better if you like the source material. Exactly, it's even better if you like the source material. But if you're just looking for a nice, simple platformer to just play that looks really good, it's a good game. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of reviews were dumping on that game for reasons I didn't quite understand. So uh, I just want to tell you that game is good. Uh, but in any case, so yeah, PlayStation Plus Essential. It is exactly what you have today with no changes. Um, the only change it looks like uh, with two monthly downloadable games, it looks like they're changing the current three that they have because for the last couple months, for about the last year since the PS5 came out, it's been one PlayStation 5 game and two PlayStation 4 games. Now it looks like they might be changing they might be changing it to where it's just two games from either the PS4 or PS5. 
So that's the only change I can really perceive here. But other than that, everything's the same. The next tier up from that is PlayStation Plus Extra. Uh, this has everything that was in the essential tier, but you also get a catalog of 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. And games in the extra tier are downloadable only. Um, so it's kind of kind of some wishy-washy wording. Also, this is all text-based. They didn't even give us a chart or a trailer or nothing. This is all just typing it all out, which is another thing that I was kind of taken aback by. But uh, this this is kind of the PlayStation Now catalog that I'm putting in my head, basically. So all those hundreds of PlayStation 4 games that they had in the PlayStation Now catalog, uh, this is where all that's going. Uh, you could download games off of PlayStation Now for a very long time, though I still feel like people today still do not know that. Uh, which is wild to me, but yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, bad I, I recently found out that I, you cannot download PS Now games on PC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, why isn't this working? I just want to download Shadow Warrior 3. I'm like, no, no, you can't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all streaming. on Because that's, that's the problem where PlayStation Now, it only cares and interacts with uh, PlayStation hardware. So even when you're streaming it, like... Because we'll, we'll get to it later. PS3 streaming, it's streaming off of an actual PS3 somewhere. Uh, same thing for PS4 streaming. If it's a PS4 game, you're streaming that off of a PS4. So when you download it, you're only downloading. Sony only has the license to interact with the PlayStation version. So if you're on PC and you want to use PlayStation now, um, you're streaming it only. <laughs> Which is, you know, a double-edged sword, I would say. Especially in the case of something like Shadow Warrior 3, because if you don't have a PS5, uh, I understand that game doesn't run quite as smoothly on a base PS4. And if that's all you have when it comes to streaming it, that's not the greatest. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's very fishy. Um, also, yeah, just down don't you have a PS5? Just download Shadow Warrior 3 there <laughs> at that I, point. I, yeah, but I, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Uh, so you don't want to you want to like test it out over the air before you yeah do the whole thing i don't really want to get burned like i did with uh sifu or dying light 2 ah okay okay i mm, i get that concern i will say sifu is so difficult that i understand people having an issue with that dying light is so long that i can understand why you'd be hesitant but like shadow warrior 3 it's it's breezy it's it's very short is very brief. I would say just, you know, just, I, I think it's worth downloading just to check it out, like play the first mission or whatever, and you'll find out pretty quickly if it's the type of game that you would like. But yeah, it's it, it ain't that serious, long story short. I will say, though, one thing I'm annoyed with Shadow Warrior 3, because I beat that whole game. I have like three trophies left to get the platinum. There is no chapter selection. If you want to go back to like get the collectibles you missed, you got to start the whole game over, which aggravates me a lot <laughs> and, and it's you can, gonna like lose my progress and stuff and listeners can read more on your about or could read your review from how you, how you felt about other things on at vg.tv exactly good plug good plug <laughs> i'll put that in the description because as soon as you brought that up i was like let me go ahead and synergize here real quick um but in any case yeah so this second tier is going to be uh basically the merging of playstation now with playstation plus 
Uh, and this uh, secondary tier here, this PlayStation Plus extra tier that we've been talking about, uh, it's going to be $15 a month, uh, $40 quarterly, and $100 yearly. Um, and I, of course, I'm just reading the United States prices. If you live outside of the United States, uh, you can go ahead and find the article here and it'll tell you the European price, United Kingdom price, and the Japan price. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this tier I feel like is what most people are going to choose. Um, I feel it doesn't have streaming at all in this tier, but I feel like most people did not care about the streaming aspect of PS Now, um, especially when you think that streaming is only a thing on playstation consoles you're only streaming this on a ps4 or a ps5 and maybe a pc so streaming doesn't really equate to many people because this is a service for playstation you're using it on a playstation so why not just download it and use the native hardware that you're playing on anyway so um yeah it's 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 definitely one of those um how do you feel about this tier before we go on to the final tier because final tier is the one i have the most to say about <laughs> i'm glad that there's downloadable or that like I'm, I'm glad that's that you can download select games or however however many games they're gonna tell us you can download yeah. i mean it seems like for playstation plus extra their goal is to have every game available in that tier to be downloadable that's what it seems like in yeah which, which um it works Considering PS Plus costs what sixty, sixty five. Uh, yeah, sixty sixty bucks for a whole year. And PS Now costs also about the same. Yeah, same price. Mm-hmm. You're getting it's it's good value. Like mm-hmm. it's not your ten. It's only a twenty dollar difference, but still you're still saving money. So it's so it's technically it's still it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I we'll get to we'll get to it in a little bit here, but you are still missing because PlayStation now had more than just the PlayStation Four games and uh, PlayStation now used to have PlayStation Four and PlayStation Three games. Now they're swapping out the PS Three games and adding PS Five games into the mix. Finally, um, later on in the article, they say some of the games that you'll find in the play in the PlayStation Plus Ultra tier will include titles like Death Stranding. God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal, which, you know, if we're talking about the PS5 versions of all of those, which I feel like they have to be because Returnal's in here, Returnal is a PS5 exclusive. Um, if we're talking about the PS5 version of all of those, that's really exciting, um, especially for Marvel Spider-Man, which isn't that big a deal, but Marvel Spider-Man is a game that has been only attached to Miles Morales' special edition for the longest time and i did not buy the special edition and i really want to play marvel spider-man on ps5 just so i can transfer my save and get all those trophies <laughs> it is and, and as much as i made a, like a as much as a bitched on uh when every time i could bring it up about the whole bring back bumdiac thing mm-hmm. uh i think i'll say ben jordan is like the guy the, the person they got to, to uh replace uh, John Bubniak. Oh, okay, yeah. I have a face, but not the name in my head. Yeah, like the guy who looks... He looks like a mix between Jesse Eisenberg and Tom Holland. Yeah, that guy. Uh, the animations do look... Do look better. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. yeah. I understand there's some subtle changes that go on between the two versions, so... I mean, 
I would keep it real with you. If I if they do put the PS5 version of Marvel Spider-Man in here, I'm literally just booting it up for the trophies. I don't think I'm going to play it at all. <laughs> Maybe I'll go through and do a uh, what is it, the ultra difficulty, the most difficulty, the most hard difficulty that they give you a trophy for beating it on. Um, perhaps I'll go back and do that. I know my little brother did that, and if he can do it, then why couldn't I? Uh, but to be frank with you, there's too much to play, and I've already been playing Horizon too long, so it's on to New Horizons after this. Uh, wow, that was a good one. Look at me doing good word things. Anywho, so yeah, PlayStation Plus Extra. It seems fine. It seems decent. Um, but this last tier, this is the tier that I'm probably going to invest in. And it, yeah, it. but it's also the tier with the most questions and concerns. So uh, let's go ahead and break this down. The last tier is PlayStation Plus Premium. Uh, this has all the benefits of Essential and Extra, but it also adds 340 additional games, including PlayStation 3 games available via cloud streaming, which we will get to in a minute. Um, yeah, I, I have a meme that I, I saw that I need, I need to share. <laughs> well, while you get that meme, uh, I'll, I'll keep reading on here. So PS3 games available via cloud streaming and a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, from the PlayStation 2, and the PSP generations. Uh, and it also offers cloud streaming access for all of those original PlayStation 1, Two and PSP games and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers uh, where PlayStation Now is currently available. And customers can also stream games using a PS4 and a PS5 console or a PC. And the time limited game trials will also be offered in this tier. So customers can try select games before they buy. And we will get to that point as well. Uh, and the pricing on this uh, maximum tier is going to be uh, 18 bucks a month with a $50 quarterly option, and it will be 120 bucks every year if you want to pay for yearly. So, uh, yeah, this is a oh, and also just a little bit of housekeeping stuff here at the bottom. Uh, when the new service launches, it's, it's launching in June. So my expectation that it was coming out like in April or something, no, it's coming out all the way in June. And we're just learning about this three months at a time for reasons I don't fully understand. Um, and they're going to transfer. If you have a PlayStation now subscription, once this thing drops in June, it will transfer you over into premium, uh, just naturally. So if Thank you, God. Yeah, because here's the thing. I have PlayStation now, but it expires in the middle of June. So I'm like, mm. it, it does give me the option to buy like another month just to make sure it crosses over. But still, I'm like, man, I was so close. <laughs> so we'll see. Because uh, they didn't say when it when it converts in June, whether it's the beginning or the end. Uh, my money is on the end. But uh, yeah, so they're they're going to do that. And no, we still don't have any word on current PlayStation Plus users. I feel like because my thing is I'm a PlayStation Plus subscriber all the way until uh, December of this year. So I'm going to have that on lock. But I still. Oh, my God. <laughs> this meme is perfect. I saw this meme on Twitter earlier. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, but before I get to that. Uh, yeah, we're still not sure when they're going to drop this in June. Um, but. And we also don't know, like, I'm pretty sure that regular PlayStation Plus subscribers are just going to transfer into the essential tier so that everything's more or less the same. But if I have PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, I know PlayStation Now people already get transferred into premium. But, like, 
I don't know. It feels weird because <laughs> like it seems like they're not taking into account the fact that you had both of them before they were both one thing. But yeah, so the first thing I'll say about this PlayStation Plus uh, premium tier, this meme that you put right here is perfect. <laughs> so I, if y'all seen this meme, I don't know if this one might be a little bit too obscure because I feel like the Brother in Christ memes are floating around a lot. But if you haven't, this meme is basically like, Sony be like PS3 emulation is too hard. My brother in Christ, you made the console. <laughs> that's it's, it's, it's perfection. It is. It's excellent. It's chef's kiss. Oh my God. And honestly, that's how I feel about this, man. We have been talking about the fact that, because like PlayStation Now has always been a pretty good service. It has always been a really great way to be able to get your hands on a bunch of playstation 4 games to be able to get your hands on a bunch of playstation 3 games and even a couple of playstation 2 games as well uh and now they're expanding ps2 to go to playstation 1 and also psp which i also have a thing to say about the psp one but they still it's not even that oh they can't figure out the cell processor to get playstation 3 games playing natively on playstation 5 i understand that the playstation 3 was a very difficult console to develop for and the repercussions of making a difficult console to develop for have lasted long after the PlayStation 3 has been out of print. So I understand that. I understand that that's frustrating. But you are PlayStation. You are the company that made the console. We have people out here emulating PlayStation 3 games on PC, where people are able to play PlayStation 3 games on PC with some, with, you know, pretty decent uh regularity like things aren't falling apart all the time it, what is it rc r3 cps i want to say r uh, let me see rpcs3 oh yep that's it rpcs3 um yeah that's the emulator that's been going on 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 pc for a while here and they're making progress like they're still working on it of course but well they are they hit they the they hit the point where like they've hit the point where no game or no 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 game or app is unplayable or like will ha has problems. They hit 100% like mm -hmm. effectiveness or compatibility, where at least at least something will, something will at least work. It won't. It, it can't be guaranteed. Yeah, there's there are no black screens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it took them all this time. It took them the entire PS4 generation to get to that point. Yes, but you know they're making a lot of a lot of uh, distance. Uh, like playable, like I'm on their website right now, and yeah, you are right. There's not, there's no PS3 game out there now that isn't loadable now. Um, but they still only have, as far as like playable games, they be that games that can be completed with playable performance and no game breaking glitches. They're still only at sixty six point forty two percent. It's but, so above, so above fifty. Yeah, that is a that is still above fifty. Uh, you you talk about the three sixty generation and how. Uh, they brought back a bunch of their backwards compatible games. I am not sure the percentage of backwards compatible games that they have brought back in their program, but everything if, they've everything they've that from that generation, like for the PS3 360 generation, yep, has either been remade or either remade, remastered, or just forgotten. Yeah, pretty much. And like, there's a lot of forgotten stuff. Like I'll spring up a random game because no one. Uh, it may be on PS Plus or not PS Plus PS, PS Now. Okay, try me. <laughs> uh, Prince of Persia and the Forgotten Sands. 
Oh yeah, that one is actually on PlayStation now because I played. Or actually, I'm gonna look that up because it might not be. Yeah, because I'm. That, Cause I played it recently. I remember Sterling McGarvey uh, mentioning on G, like on G4 feedback, calling it the uh, Forgotten like Prince Persia and the Forgotten Game, and I forgot who, who it was. I think it may have been Patrick Klepek. Was like it, they get they got mad at him. <laughs> Patrick Klepek got mad. Uh, it may have been, it may have been him or someone else. Because I was watch, uh, I watched a G four feedback re- like religiously. Me too, man. I used to love that show. Yeah, I forget Patrick Klepek was even at G four for a while, but I remember he was like the the squirrely little intern. That's how they like used to phrase him. Now he's like, now he looks the exact same age, but he is like Mister Big Boy journalist now. So good for him. But yeah, I just looked it up. Prince of Persia. No Prince of Persia game is on PlayStation now right now. Um, I think I just played it because I have it on my actual PS3. But uh, um, yeah, uh, that's that's the thing that I'm a little bit concerned here, where PlayStation, they look at all the progress being made by just fans on the Internet that want these games to be brought forward in time. Um, They have been able to get these games playable. A lot of these games in the library playable. But PlayStation, they have the actual architecture. They have all the insider knowledge to where doing this work would be a lot easier for them, yet they refuse to even try. And that's what really gets me where Microsoft, they went out of their way to make all these games backwards compatible to make sure people could play. Not every game because, you know, getting uh, licenses for the software and all that stuff. Yeah, certain certain games are just like licensing nightmares. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. I'm going to reach out for like another obscure, obscure game from like 14, yeah, about 14 years ago that okay. is pl- that is playable on on the PS3 emulator. Haze. Oh, my God. Haze is a perfect one. In fact, is Haze in PlayStation now? No, it's not. But Haze should be in PlayStation now. Um, yeah, hate. That's the literally that's why I want a service like this to exist. Like you remember Haze? That was supposed to be the that was supposed to be the Halo killer. Exactly, it was being from, overhyped from you from Ubisoft, and it it got the it got pushed back, and turned out to be a bad game. <laughs> exactly, but also that's like literally the type of game that I like PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Now for even having. Like they don't have Haze, but they do have stuff like what was it? Uh, what's the game that I played? Dark Void. I I was about Man. to say I love that game. I do not love that game, but I really enjoy it, and I'm glad that it's like this weird thing that I have access to. Quantum Theory is on here too. Like that is a game that no one cares about, but it's just really nice to you know have access to these random obscure titles because all the biggest games from the PlayStation Three generation those already got remastered. You know we got an Uncharted collection already. Heavy Rain and all that stuff got brought forward. Uh, we got a remake of the first Ratchet and Clank. And there are a lot of Ratchet and Clank games in this service. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's the Rogue Warriors. It's the weird stuff that is going to be forgotten from time. That's the stuff that I like to see on these services. And I feel like, you know, you can only... If you are the type of person who cares to go back and play Renegade Ops, then you're probably also the type of person who would like to have that in a physical sense rather than streaming it secondhand from a ps3 somewhere in a server farm um so yeah that's the most disappointing thing about this whole entire announcement um the fact that 
we were all hoping, I don't think anyone actually thought it would happen, but we were all hoping if this is supposed to be a big revamp, then right the biggest wrong that you had with PlayStation Now and make sure everything is downloadable. But the PS3 is still just a, a fucking a, a stick in the craw. I don't know if that's even a thing to say, but it's stick in the mud. A stick in the mud works. Uh, I was going to say like a blemish on the face of PlayStation's history, <laughs> but I already said that on Twitter. So I was like, let me not just say the exact same thing I said on Twitter. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's just really disappointing to see that they're not even willing to try. Um, and I get it. You know, PlayStation is a way smaller company than Microsoft. They don't have the money to have a whole separate team to just test these games for several years and get this stuff working. But God damn it. It's just so disheartening to see that Microsoft will do it and done so successfully. But PlayStation, where they have so many more unique titles that I would like, because you think about PlayStation or at least PlayStation 3's, uh, you know, console lifetime. There were so many like weird Japanese exclusive games or just weird games that only got made on the PlayStation 3 because it was too much of a bother to port it to 360. Um you know, I'm thinking of stuff like Rain, that independent game where you were pretty much invisible until you walked into the rain and could see the shadow of the rain on yourself. Uh, I'm talking, what's that game I was just playing? It's like Black Knight. It's a, it's a Suda, not Suda 51 game, Grasshopper Manufacturer. Manufacturer Games. It's a side-scrolling game. I'm forgetting the name of it. I look, I typed in the developer's name. Oh, Black Knight Sword. PlayStation 3 exclusive side-scroller. Um, no one cares or talks about that game at all, but it is, you know, it's a weird one that I think people, especially weirdos who like Grasshopper Manufacturer, like that's the type of game where, you know, people might want access to it. Uh, it's that type or, of stuff. Or Genji Days of the Blade. <laughs> that's another good one actually but, genji days of the blade is a great one because like that game is actually really pretty despite being fairly mediocre as a as a game honestly there, there's one game i'm still searching i can never i can never find it for a good price because i i can never it's never on ps now every time i've throughout my entire history using ps now i've never found it on there motorstorm really motorstorm isn't on here no way Oh, the original MotorStorm. Okay, yeah. I have right. any MotorStorm game. Well, they have MotorStorm Apocalypse, the the one that killed the franchise. And by killed the franchise, <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, was set to release right as a horrible earthquake happened to Japan. So they delayed it, and it kind of killed it. And it also it got delayed and then dropped right in the middle of the PSN outage. So it was kind of doomed from the start. Um, but yeah. They they don't have MotorStorm One or Pacific Rift in PlayStation now, so that's another one where it's like, hey, bring that forward, or maybe just get a remaster. You know, you got you got Blue Point here, and I'm sure Blue Point is probably working on something else entirely. But people would love MotorStorm in the modern day, or at least have access to it. And I, I think it will make a better case if you could play all these things natively. I think it, you know, people have Game Pass on the brain. People have Game Pass on the tip of their tongue. And moments like these with the PS3 games still being downloadable, it makes people think, why am I going to do that where I can just I can go on I can go on Xbox right now and just download Time Splitters like it's not a streaming thing. I can just get on there and just download Time Splitters. And even and another point that I'll make, which is kind of something to apply to all these classic games here in this tier. I can't 
buy these <laughs> separately. Like if 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 they put play if they put Metal Gear Solid One from PlayStation One into this service, it seems like you won't be able to just drop ten bucks and just have that digitally and just play that whenever you want. It seems like you have to have the subscription. You're eighteen bucks a month or two hundred dollars a year or whatever, and just sit there and pay your money to have access to that. That seems wild to me. I don't really like that. <laughs> you know, I will say if Metal Gear Solid One does come to P- this to PS PS Plus Premium, I will make a video. I will try to make a video of myself playing it because Matt Mobley has every time I say, "Can't believe I've found, it took me this long to get this game." He'll say, "Play Metal, Ge- Metal, Metal Gear Solid." Like, because, like every time, like ever since, like all the times we we did uh, DualShock Show, mm-hmm. he would tell me to play Metal Gear, and I'd say, "Okay, I'll I'll get to it," and I never got to it. And it even got to a point where I went on PS Now and was like, "Is this this on here?" No, no, it's not. It's the only the only way you can get it is through GOG. Damn. Actually, at this point, GOG might be the best place to play it at. I don't know if you'd be able to like um use it with a gamepad. I mean, I'm sure it has to have some type of gamepad support since that's where it released originally. Um, but, you know, taking advantage of PC, PC hardware, it might run a little bit smoother. Um, but it is on the PlayStation. Like, if you have a PS3, you can pick it up on that digital storefront. And also, um, it's on the PlayStation Classic, if you were able to get one of those when they were like 20 bucks, um, which I did. Ha ha ha. Um, not even a flex. I'd never play it. Um, <laughs> But in any case, uh, yeah, it's I, I don't know if they're going to be able to uh, make these games available outside of the subscription tier so that people can just buy them and play them. Because I'll tell you right now, I feel like nostalgia is different for different people. For for me, I don't give a shit about Nintendo. So when they said, hey, you can have all your SNES games in this uh, subscription tier for Nintendo Online, and now they added uh, N64 games. None of those announcements meant anything to me when I saw them be announced. I was like, I don't care. I have no nostalgia for anything Nintendo. Maybe like two or three Game Boy games and that's it. (laughs) And they don't have Game Boy in this service yet. So like that was just never something that was really going to appeal to me or excite me. But for me, when they talk about this PlayStation Plus premium tier, when I saw PSP on here, I got giddy. I was like, because I remember that was part of the original leak, and I was like, no way PSP is going to be in here. That's just too weird and obscure. Like, I feel like PSP has been long forgotten, but now that it, now that it's confirmed to be in here, I'm like, bro, please just put Pursuit Force on here so I can play it. Like, I, I bought Pursuit Force on PSP, but it only, I think the first or second game only runs on the original PSP, and my it barely keeps the charge anymore. So I'm like, damn it, I don't want to go back to that and play it that way. Can I just play it on a big screen? Sure enough, I'll be able to come June, hopefully. Fingers. Oh crossed. man, I I really hope they have Tekken Tekken three on there. Ooh, Tekken three on the PSP? No, on um on PS PS Plus Premium. Oh, okay, because okay. There there are certain games that like will unlock core memories and I'll just lose it out of sheer giddiness. I feel that. I think they're actually counting on that. I think that's why they attached all the classic games to the highest possible subscription tier because they know suckers like us will get the nostalgia kicked in and we'll just jump on it instantly. So, yeah, they're definitely taking advantage of that. <laughs> I can tell you one game that I know will not be in this at anywhere. Oh, no. Try me. Alien Resurrection. <laughs> oh, wait. The PS1 game? Yeah. 
Uh, that game looked cool because that's the one you talked about on episode 88, right? Yeah, and I honestly hope that there are some Digimon or Yu-Gi-Oh games because the let me tell you the the Yu-Gi-Oh one uh, game on PS1 was fucking weird. <laughs> Maybe it'll have it. I mean, here's the thing. Like I, yeah, go uh, ahead. And uh, like I, I was like five when I first played um, the the PS1. And I, I was like a, a few years older when I got the Yu-Gi-Oh game for it. So, like PS2 is, is out at this point. GameCube out at this point. They're all all the all the all those all that all that those like the consoles for that for that generation were out at that point. Mm-hmm. And I'm just si- sitting like sitting in my den, just playing this really like this just very just odd. Training card game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> well, a lot of those older games, or a lot of those like PlayStation One games and such, are very strange because it's a lot of people trying to figure out like what these genres are supposed to be or what these franchises are supposed to be in video game form. It was a lot of like test bed stuff, which is why I'm so fascinated by these older titles. Um, but yeah, I really don't know what they're gonna do as far as like adding new titles because. We look at PlayStation Now, the PS2 offering on PlayStation Now has been super slim forever, and I never played it. So, um, yeah, I think that was, I think that was a an an an, an exile. That may have been a, what, mm. a game by them, I and so, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember hearing good things about it. Yeah, it it did not get great reviews, but I remember it was like that was back when Bethesda was like, we're trying to diversify our game so it's not just Skyrim every year. And then they still release Skyrim every year. But like you know, they had that, they had wet. Yeah, that it was this wet and it was uh Rogue Warrior, which I mentioned earlier. Oh which, that game. By the way, people might think, oh, that's like one of those bad games that like might be fun to play because it's so bad. No, it is not. Oh no, it's it's just awful, like outright. I tried to play it on PS now and I was like, nah, there's just nothing good about this. Like I could try to push through it just because it's like it's it's so bad it's good but like no it's just not fun <laughs> it's just awful so yeah i feel bad about rather, that rather play hatred <laughs> oh my god those those two have very similar vibes <laughs> you know what low-key i'll give you that low-key they do have very similar vibes but i don't know to me it's like because i was actually watching a, a noah called word video um honestly at work i just turn on a noah video and just work so i know a lot of these videos by heart by now but he talked about in his asshole simulator video he talked about hatred and i was like that just seems like a game that i would never play um so i don't know if i'd play hatred over anything else but like that is a strong statement to claim um so i'll give you that one i hope i get canceled over that take <laughs> you won't get canceled over it. It's a joke. But still, like, oh my god, I would never play Adrian. That that just seems not fun. Um, did I close the fucking dock? How dare me? Um, but in any case, yeah, I, I don't know what they're gonna be doing with this service. Uh hopefully it's good. <laughs> That's all I can really hope for. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to be like I said, I don't know if they're gonna be adding more PS3 games here. I don't know what PlayStation 1 games they're investigating to add nor do I know what PS2 games. I don't know, since we're going to be able to play PlayStation 1 games natively and PlayStation 2 games and PlayStation Portable games, I don't know if they're going to do the thing they did on PS4. Because what they did on PS4 when they brought PS2 games over, 
they had trophies for all of them. So Max Payne one bully. Uh, what is it? The Grand Theft Auto trilogy from PlayStation two. Um, all those games that they brought forward, you could play on PlayStation four and it had a full suite of trophies. Most of them even had platinum trophies. But so Dark, Dark Cloud had platinum trophies, Dark Cloud one and two. Actually, I don't know if they had platinums, but they had trophies. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really love to see them. If we can download them, then maybe just give us trophies for that. Where in the case of the PS3, not all those games had trophies, but I'd love to see them. I don't know. It's not like because the club is one that I remember didn't have trophy support. Uh, and the club isn't even on PlayStation now, so they would have to add it. But something like the club, I think, would stay a non-trophy supported title. But if I'm playing stuff natively on the system, I feel like you should be able to give me trophies for it. <laughs> I wonder if the, I wonder if they could. I know it'd be it's a it'd be a licensing nightmare or a rights nightmare. But I wonder if they could get uh, Stranglehold on there. Oh my god, that would be because you have John Woo, you have Midway, you have you have. You have all like the development studio. Yeah, it closed down as well. Like that that just be that just make you want to rip your skin off. <laughs> for sure. I mean, I'll say this for Stranglehold, they might be able to use the same loophole that got Stranglehold onto GOG. I think because the folks at GOG, good old games, they fight to get these random obscure games on here because they claim, you know, preservation and stuff like that. For the case of Stranglehold, I feel like that is so abandoned that whoever controls what that game is now is not going to sit there and hoard it. I don't think they really care too much because it's fucking stranglehold. Um, or they're a person who is ignorant to games, except for the fact that they see Fortnite makes a million dollars and they're like, well, I want two million for this game that no one cares about. But I don't know that they don't care about it because I don't follow games. So it could be one or the other. But in the case of GOG, if they got it on GOG, then I'm like, all right, they probably don't care. Put it on PlayStation now. Have it run at 20 frames a second because the destruction would just melt the PS3. <laughs> yeah, because like there are like there are not, like cause I, I think to myself, if W2K19 can be on there, why can't the only of the show games from 20 like from 06 to 16? I'll tell you why. For the same reason you don't get every Madden game on there. For the same reason you don't get every NBA 2K game on there. Because A, that would that would inflate the library, and B. When you really think about it, I'm not I'm not going to be one of those people that's like all those games are the same because they're not. There are different features between all of them, different rosters, blah, blah, blah. But if you really just want the nostalgia of the 2015 game, what's going to stop you from picking up from playing that instead of going to pick up the new most recent game? I think that's not in the interest of the EAs, the 2Ks, the Sony San Diego's. I think they want you to play the new game, especially in the case of Sony San Diego. Those games go on sale very quickly after they come out. Like two months later, it's 40 bucks. And then before the next one comes out, it's already 10 bucks. Like I saw the Jackie Robinson edition for 30 bucks. I almost jumped on it. The the one from I, last year. I actually saw it on sale for like $5, which I know what that says. What? <laughs> Wait, the physical edition? No, not the, not the physical edition. Oh, just, okay. just not not the Jackie Robinson edition either. Just the regular, the state, the base version of the game was five dollars. I think on PS PSN. Okay, okay. I think I saw that too. But like, the only interest I have is like, I would pay, I would pay a little bit of money to get that Jackie Robinson edition because I just think that's a cool thing. A Jackie oh, Robinson edition of a game that's just awesome. Honestly, you might want to get at least the, just at the very least the cover of the MVP edition or deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. Just to have that steel book because it looks really cool. That and um, 
the artist who worked on it, like who does, who, who illustrated everything, mm-hmm. is the if I'm not mistaken, I can't, I'm probably wrong because I that's what I tend to be. Uh, the same the same artist who did uh, Afro Samurai. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just gonna do a quick check while you uh, talk. Interesting. All right. Yeah, I I looked it up on Best Buy just because I was curious. Uh, the Xbox One version of the Jackie Robinson edition, twenty bucks right now, and that's about in the range that I'd be willing to pay. <laughs> now yeah, it doesn't uh, come with a cool hat, but you know it is okay. Uh, Takashi Okazaki. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I'll be damned. And yeah. the mm-hmm. the MVP edition looks. It has a very like manga slash anime look to it. And let me tell you what, it is fire. Hmm. Figuratively and literally. Let's see. Fire. Oh, for the new one. Okay, that's what you're talking about. Because I was like, this Jackie Robinson edition doesn't look very anime. But like, yeah, I, I remember seeing this art. Yeah, this looks incredible. Yeah, and actually, actually got him to like do some cards, like some design, like some stuff for the actual retail version. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. Like. Shout out to that. That's fucking dope. Yeah, I think I'm going to, for 20 bucks, I might pick up this MLB 2021 Jackie Robinson edition just to have that cover. But yeah, for the, for the new one, for the Angels uh, player that they have on here, like that is really cool art. So shout out to them for that. Um, what was I saying? So yeah, that's why I don't think you're going to see those older sports games on here because they're so similar that they they might be afraid that you play the old games instead of playing the new one. Because old games, they can't monetize as aggressively. So, you know, it is what it is there. So, yeah. Um, when it gets right down to it, y'all. Uh, oh, wait. Is there anything else I wanted to mention from this announcement before I completely uh, change course here? Um, oh, here's another thing I'll say that's a little... I'm not mad about this because I'm not the person it affects most directly. But if you had PlayStation Now primarily just to be able to play your PlayStation exclusives on PC without buying a PS4 or PS5, that price is jumping up completely because they don't have game streaming here until you get the premium. So if you were like, if you were sitting here like, all right, I pay my 60 bucks a year and I'm good. Now you got to pay 120 bucks a year, (laughs) which hurts. And I think it was what? 10 bucks a month originally. Now it's 18 bucks a month. So you're doubling what you were paying originally, at least just to be able to play, you know, PlayStation games on PC. Now, you are getting a little bit of more bang for your buck because they're adding more PS2 games. Hopefully they're adding some PS they're adding some PS1 and PSP games. So, you know, there'll be more you can play on a PC. But the PC streaming experience was always mediocre. Like it was never bad per se, but the app was never all that reliable. Um, the fact that you even needed an app made it feel archaic compared to Game Pass, where you can just go to a website and play it through there. Um, it, it always seemed a little bit strange that all that was happening. So, yeah, I, I don't love the fact that they're bumping up the price for the PC players out there. But I did want to just, you know, speak on that fact, because I know some people either might not know, because not a lot of people are talking about that aspect. But yeah, that sucks. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm just whelmed. Like, I think the problem with this announcement is that when this whole thing leaked a couple months ago, or months, when this whole thing leaked a couple weeks ago, 
what leaked is pretty much what this is like just a word document of just everything written out um and i think what i was expecting since we already had the leak that confirmed all of this stuff i think what i was expecting was some type of a trailer some type of announcement of what specific games will be in here something a little bit more not even necessarily flashy because it's not even that it's just a word document like honestly i would like a chart or something official from them because people are making charts out there but i don't understand why sony didn't have one ready for this announcement since they knew it was coming or or just what nintendo did when they announced the switch and just have a video up on their youtube channel yeah like i don't understand why they didn't do something like that yeah, um that would that would actually make a thing make it the whole the whole thing a lot easier because they could mm-hmm. show off games from these from the different eras exactly flash yeah. the price points for different for each of the different tiers yeah, and they, mm-hmm. this, um, I had seen a like the the multiple tiered one that turned out to be fake. Oh, really? Yeah, it had um, it had it had different like um, it would have one like one a lot of features were like um, ex- like monthly uh store discounts. Oh God, no. <laughs> Like every single month, you'd have like exclusive discounts, like not the one for the essential. Mm. Actually, yeah, that's that's weird. The the exclusive discount, that stuff is all locked into the regular essential tier. But that is already something PlayStation Plus does. Like whenever there's a sale, you might be able to save an extra five, 10 or 15 percent off if you have PlayStation Plus whenever there's a sale going on. So that's already been a thing. Um, but to bump that up to a higher tier would be out of pocket but at this point there's already something in the playstation premium tier that we didn't talk about here the the timed trials being exclusive to the max tier that is incredibly whack i think that is so almost outrageous i want to say um not that i wouldn't expect sony to do something like this because they've been acting in greed before um but the whole point of a time trial the whole point of a demo is to try out a game before you buy And the person most likely to want to try a game before they buy is someone who's a little bit more uh, reserved with their purchasing. They probably don't buy everything as soon as it comes out. So why punish the person who's like that? They're probably not going to be the same person who's dropping two hundred and twenty bucks a year to get access to all these games. If you're someone who wants to try something before you buy, you're probably something somebody who very strategically picks each game that they're going to play and buys them before they play them rather than someone who wants access to thousands or maybe a little over a thousand of games to just play at any time. Cause at that point you just play it to see if you like it because you have access to it already. The time trials really don't make sense to me. I feel like that's them trying to have their cake and eat it too, where they can say, all right, God of war Ragnarok won't be on PlayStation plus as soon as it comes out, but you can try it for up to three hours or five or 10. I think it's 10 is what they settled on for uh, the previous test of this feature. But you can try it if you have this subscription and trying to entice people like that. But I don't like that because at the end of the day, you still have to buy the game. And 10 out of 10 times, if you're someone who was interested enough to try the game, you're probably going to pick it up if it's like a PlayStation, you know, big, super first party game. Um Oh, you're talking about this thing. I've seen something yeah. like this, this free, this free tier. Yeah, I, this is definitely just. It, it, I should have known that it, 
like technically it's it looks more like a credit card like ad yeah it's the silver honestly playstation plus silver we we have a fake image here of a a supposed leak from way back in the day um like so gold or bronze silver gold platinum and people were playstation platinum sounds like a credit card for for god's sake it does but here's the thing i think because people online were like, oh, the tier should have been called bronze, silver, gold, platinum. You know, it should have used the PlayStation trophy colors. And I agree with that. But now that you show me this image, I'm realizing, oh, yeah, it does just sound like a credit card. And I don't think they want that connotation with them because PlayStation platinum can't leave home without it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which would just be out of fucking out of fucking pocket. Um, so, yeah. And. Yeah, this image. Now I'm looking at it. Like I you get should, it. You should. You should try to work that into the episode description or, or like in the on the the, uh, the post on the site. Oh my god, PlayStation Platinum can't leave home without it. Uh, that'll be the that'll be the subheading or whatever. Oh, if we have subheadings, I'll figure yeah, out a way. Yeah, to we do. Here. Oh yeah, actually, good point. Yeah, I'll just yeah. put shoving the subheading uh, on the actual site, not the uh, not the anchor thing. Um, but in any case, yeah, it's it's really unfortunate that. You know, they put the trials in that high of a tier because, you know, there's people out there that especially like here's another point that people were making. It's an it's an accessibility issue at this point. There are some games like I know first party games have been really good about accessibility. You know, Ratchet and Clank, pretty much all the Insomniac games, all the Naughty Dog games and even Horizon has done a decent job at accessibility recently. But we still live in a world where not every game is playable by every person. Like me. Yeah, exactly. Like we've discussed it. So it really has some real utility to let people be able to just test it out to see if it's for them and for and, it to uh, not come off as like they're stealing time or whatever. You're forgetting the, perhaps the best the best use of access like accessibility I've seen in a game in a, in a long time. And that is the last of us part two. Mm, yeah. Like the the at a certain point in the game, like for the brief time I played it, I was just I was terrified to the point where like my chest was beating or my heart was beating. Mm-hmm. And I I turned on the mode where you can like if you crouch or if you go prone, you can't you can't be seen by enemies. Yep. And I don't know if I'd been able to get as far if I didn't have that that turned on. Mm-hmm. See. And you wouldn't have known it was there if you, you know, didn't get to try it out first. You wouldn't have known if that was something that could have helped you got through the game. So, I, I mean, that's that's the reason. Like, Sony, I know they're, I know no one at PlayStation is listening to this podcast, but, like, come on. <laughs> this maybe, is the reason. Maybe if we tag them in the, uh, when the t- tweet goes up. Oh, yeah. I, I'll probably do that when I do my little quote tweet to the podcast uh, tweet. So, yeah, I'll be like, PlayStation what the fuck you doing um but yeah i and it really frustrates me even more when you think back to the announcement of their acquisition of gaikai back during e3 and they said hey you're gonna live in a world where you can try out any game on playstation network just instantly you could just stream it real quick just to see if it's for you uh just like an hour-long demo and that sounded so great and now here we are all these years later and not only is playstation not doing that at all they're making you pay for that type of service that's literally what Stadia is doing now. <laughs> I don't know if you saw they they announced they have like a free feature now to where there's a bunch of games on Stadia that you can just click through and just hit play immediately and just test it out for an hour. Um, honestly, honestly, I was thinking about buying like a whole, the whole setup, but it, because I think it's because they're they're just 
treading water right now as a <laughs> like as a service. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they're treading water. I mean, Stadia is still, you know, I'm not going to say they're doing fine, but I don't think Google is scrambling to, like, make it profitable or anything. I think at this point, they're just like, it is what it is. I mean, We're it's no. at least it's not where it's not like the Gizmondo. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not like that at all. Um, so, yeah, they're they're just, you know, it's just here. It's just doing something. Wow. Okay. I thought something was falling apart. Turns out someone was just walking upstairs. Uh, I heard it through my headphones. It was really loud. Um, but in any case, yeah, it, it, it's just a service that they're just going to keep doing stuff with. I think now they're just trying to repurpose it into being a, like, people can still buy stuff on Stadia, but they're also trying to use that technology to be like, hey, Tripwire Interactive, just what if you just want people to buy Killing Floor 2 directly from you? And just play it on your website, streaming wise, like stuff like that. It's using it as a white label service, but in any case, it's fine. I'm not. Once again, I'm not telling people to buy Stadia, but it's not a horrible service if you do. Like the the Stadia Pro games are actually pretty good. Uh, but in any case, uh, what else did I want to talk about when it comes to this uh, PlayStation Plus thing? I mean, we have so much time in between now and when it releases. Uh, that there will be more talk, there will be more speculation. I'll say for me, I understand that this probably got announced just so it can be part of a fiscal end of fiscal year talk, end of fiscal year discussion. So it doesn't surprise me too much that they did announce it now. I just was totally sure that they had an actual product to put out at this time because things have been going on, weird things have been going on in the back end on PlayStation for a while now, for several months. I just thought, okay, now's the time especially when it's quiet because i feel like come around june games are going to start coming out like there's there's a handful of games that are scheduled to come out around that time frame so to have this new service come out i feel like it's going to steal a little bit of thunder from other games or it's going to be the other way around where those games are going to steal the thunder from this so we'll see what happens though uh, I just want to know what this uh, what this game library is going to look like. What games are they going to add? For the love of fucking God, just put Pursuit Force in the PSP collection. Um, and yeah, also Def Junior. I, I think I said literally those two games on episode 88, but those are the two PSP games that I most want to revisit. So <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what they do. Uh, perhaps we'll, we will come back to this topic within a couple months here because we'll talk about the actual launch. And if they do show some more of this service, I really hope they take that the the free trials. I really hope they take that out and just make that an everybody feature or at least an essential feature. Like if you're going to make us pay for it, make us pay the bare minimum. <laughs> if you're going to be an asshole and make us pay at all. Um, but that's all I got. I, I feel like I could talk about this forever and we, we have been talking for well over an hour at this point. So, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and leave it there. We'll have more to talk about in the near future. And with that, oh, wait, Al, is there anything else you wanted to final oh. thoughts on when it comes to PlayStation essential, all this other stuff? I mean, mo like, I'm not really that bummed about, uh, the lack of Vita games. Because I know that it'd be a difficult, it'd be like a an undertaking to uh, to get that to work on. Yeah, the new PS Plus with all the gyros and the touch screens. Yeah, I get it. Back touch and the Pokemans. <laughs> yeah, the Pokemans. The invisible. Or, or, or sorry, sorry, the Digimans. <laughs> oh yeah, Digimon was on Vita. That's right. Also, yeah. Invisimals. That's the one that I thought of first for some reason. <laughs> um, there are some games. Like there are some 
like certain games I'd like to see work on there because or be on PS Now or PS Plus Now. Mm-hmm. PS Plus Now. Oh man, I saw I I just thought of it. Just like the PlayStation logo plus and like the now. PS Plow? No. PS plus now. Oh like, okay. Just, like you know you know how the uh, I was an ad where like like you shorn like it was a scrubs thing. JD takes the word uh Dracula and like he like plays with finagles with the words and then like smushes it together. Okay, I've seen a clip of this, I think. I I Okay, but uh um there are certain games that are, do not play well on the PS5 that only play on the PS that play well on PS4 only. Like uh, Alien Shooter. <laughs> or Sleeping Dogs? Oh yeah, sleep. That's a. I don't know how that's even the case, but yeah, I get it. Like, I mean, to be fair, I was playing some Sleepy Dogs earlier, and it wasn't. It was still like on PC, and it was. It wasn't the best experience. Yeah, Sleeping Dogs is a little, uh, little weird. <laughs> uh, I, I will say the best place to play it is on Xbox with the FPS boost. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I just want them to take the to, like. I know polls aren't the best way to get your info because it's hard to gauge whether or not someone's lying or not. Yeah, true. But find a way to compile info on the games that aren't aren't the best aren't aren't the best performance wise through backwards compatibility with PS4 uh, games, mm-hmm. and take those, move them to PS Plus, and maybe work on them to get them working. Well, actually, I feel like no, just is, just, yeah, just but, move them over to the new PS Plus, so you can have them working on working on a more like a better level than having them work at the level they're currently working on via backwards combat. Okay, yeah, that might be the case, but I don't know if that would change much because I feel like Sony's whole thing is like if they don't want to do the work to get PS3 games running on PS5 when it's clearly possible. They are also the same company that didn't do any work when when the PS5 did come out and they said, oh, yeah, you can, it's it's backwards compatible for the most part. And then they put out the list of games that had issues and it was like Assassin's Creed Syndicate. You're not going to do the work to get the shadows in that game working so they're not funky. Like it, when the bar was that low and they didn't do anything, I don't see them doing much for this surface. <laughs> And also the way that they're phrasing it, like also we didn't mention uh, no day one uh, games from, you know, the PlayStation Plus studios. You might think, oh, they're going to do the Game Pass thing. Nah, they're still not doing any game one gate, any day one games. And it makes sense. I get it. Uh, You know, PlayStation, they really value their opening weekend sales, so to speak. They really value all the sales that come to them within the first few months of a game's release. But after that, the value drops very quickly, like. Uh, Last of Us Part Two was thirty bucks before the end of the year. It came out. Uh, shoot, those games always any PlayStation first party game goes on sale very quickly. Um, even if it's like ten out of tens across the board. Even God of War was really cheap soon after it came out. Um, and PlayStation Five hasn't quite been the case because I feel like the fact that the console itself has been so hard to find that you don't get too many like Returnal. That hasn't gone under 50 bucks yet. And same thing for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Same thing for, um, I'll say Ghost of Tsushima PS5 version is, I think it's 40 bucks right now if you wanted to pick it up. But like a lot of these games have not, 
you're pretty much just getting the version or you're pretty much just paying, you know, top dollar for all these games. But back on a PS4, when everyone had a PS4, those games went on sale very cheap, very quickly. So I feel like that's going to be the case later on. It's just the um, generation when more people have PS5s. Ratchet is uh, 49.69 on PSN right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's because it's on sale. So like, and Ratchet is a game where no disrespect. I love Ratchet and Clank. Of course, people know that. That game screams to me like, why is this seventy dollars? Like, yeah, I, I feel like fifty is right about right where that should be. So hey, pick it up now; it's on sale. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with this. There's a lot of things I feel like they need to change, and maybe that's why they announced this service so far ahead before they put it out, so they can get our idea, they can get our feeling on how we feel about the service because i feel like they will switch around and say all right we heard you we're making trials for the essential tier or all right we heard you we are going to look into bringing some vita games over because you think about the vita library there are great exclusives there most of those vita games are indies you can play other places like titan souls is a great vita game you can play it at everywhere else Uh, a lot of those vita games had cross buy on ps4 so they already have them on PS4. I just think Vita, there's enough diminishing returns to where oh, there's not too many things trapped on there. But PSP has a lot of stuff trapped on there, uh, relatively speaking. So, um, all right. I, I'm going to try and hop off this topic because we've been on this topic for a very long time. But it is a very deep thing to talk about. But we can only talk so much since it's so early. So we'll come back to this in a couple months. We'll see where things are at launch. And we'll see what things are when they give us more information. So. Looking forward to the rest of the year where we have to speculate on this godforsaken thing forever. So anyway, um, real quick here. Do we have too much to say about this next story? This next story is just the Zelda delay. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 uh, got announced, I want to say, last year. No, it got announced like two years ago almost. Um, And they've confirmed now that it's not coming out until 2023 in the springtime. Uh, a lot of people are either upset or just like, oh, well, they didn't expect to come out this year anyway. Uh, Al, do you have any like strong feelings on this? Because I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. I don't have the strongest feelings on this. Okay, I have I have things to say. Okay, fair enough. Um, everyone and their mother is saying that this means, oh my god, this means Switch 2. <laughs> and I, I, I forgot where I saw it. It may have been the AOTS vibe check. Mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong. It, it may have been something else. I just, it's just, I've been, it feels, I've only, I've literally, I've only, I haven't even been up 12 hours yet. And it's, it's, it feels like 12, 24 hours I've been up. <laughs> I feel but that. Or Nintendo. Because I just woke up, but in any case. <laughs> uh, so, I just remember someone saying, Nintendo tends to innovate and they don't really do two, like a, a, it's like a sequel to his, like a, to his, uh, platform. Like mm-hmm. when was the last, like you could the, let, the only thing I can think of would be NES to SNES and Game Boy to Game Boy Color, or to even go further, Game Boy to Game Boy Advance to Game Boy, or Game Boy to Game Boy Color to Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they don't do too many. Whenever they make a new console, they don't do it too often. Where they, like you said, where they make a where they make an iteration rather than a completely new thing. But you have to imagine that's different this time, right? Like, I mean, the Switch has just blown up so completely and has been so widely adopted that even if even if the next console is a completely different thing, you have to imagine it's A, backwards compatible with the Switch, and B, 
it's still going to be a similar idea where it is both a mobile platform and a home console, you know? Yeah. Uh, Matt McMuscles said on Twitter, uh, he, like everyone, he, he just dropped a, a knowledge bomb, mm-hmm. like saying, not exactly sure where the, I'm worried about Breath of the Wild 2 stuff comes from. Like, which big Zelda games were delayed multiple times. That's right, all of them. The last three, uh, three Zelda games each had six years between them. Yep. And they didn't; those didn't have worldwide pandemics disrupting them. <laughs> exactly. And everyone, every everyone is also is either for those who aren't saying Switch Two, they're saying they're demanding something to make it right. Make it right. Mm. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like, hmm. you're paying. You're you're paying to. For the game, you shouldn't be entitled to, or shouldn't you shouldn't be, like you shouldn't expect the developers to feel, like I I know they they that developers like probably hate when the game is delayed because yeah they want people to play it as much yeah. as anyone else, and but having like like saying sorry we're so sorry that the game is delayed it won't be out till twenty twenty three, yeah like, I mean. They don't owe fans anything. Like you know, you just got to sit there and wait for the game. That's how it works. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I I bought like my I still have my launch switch, which came with Breath of the Wild. Even though I lost Breath of the Wild, oh damn! <laughs> which I I then made the whole thing worse by deciding to get Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity without without finishing Breath of the Wild. Oh God! <laughs> and I just recently got Breath of the Wild, so I'm. Huh. Well, now you hey, now you got even more time to finally get around to beating it. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I will say one bonus of this. One thing that I actually do have something to say about. While I, I'm sorry that people got to wait longer for their game, and you know, even I'm somewhat interested to see even what Breath of the Wild Two is because we know so little still. I am excited because with this delay, I feel like Nintendo might be like, okay, we need something for, you know, this year. It's been so long without a Zelda title. Let's give them something. I feel like we could finally get Wind Waker on Switch within the year. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I feel like that could be a holiday thing this year. Because they are have we are getting another Pokemon this year, which honestly is still crazy to me. But... Even with that Pokemon title, not everyone likes Pokemon. So I feel like they could make a lot of money if they put a, a, a Zelda on here to take advantage of that extreme thirst for Zelda. So, hey, we'll see what happens there. Uh, you know, time will tell. Uh, and with that, we'll go ahead and move on to the next segment of the show, which is long delayed, I guess, or not even delayed. We've been talking. We have a good conversation. But in any case, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the games we've been playing. And we'll go ahead and do like... We'll bounce back and forth on this one. And since I literally have only been playing one game this entire week, uh, I'll let you start and then, you know, throw it to me for my game. And then we'll throw it back to you for the game that you've been playing. Okay, so I'll start with the game I played. I've been playing the least amount of, which technically it's both of them. But oh, I'll okay. I'll start with the one I've poured. I've spent the less with, and that is Death Stranding. Oh, wow. What has you back in Death Stranding right now? Is it the Deluxe Edition release? Or Collector's... No. Director's Cut Edition release on PC. Is that why you're back right now? Uh, no, it's actually... Um, I... 
the ironically the last time we talked about uh about this game in particular was almost three years ago. Yeah. Around when, when it came when, out. Around when we started when I uh, round, like I literally bought it Thanksgiving the day like Thanksgiving twenty nineteen. Yep. Come right round to the to the beginning of it again, <laughs> so to speak. But yeah, so what I mean, is there a reason you're playing it? Are you just getting back to it on PS5 for that version? Or you just really want it to walk around a, a area? <laughs> I've kind of had it, had it on the brain. Because different people have been like Dan Reichert of Firescape cast uh, called it his game of the year for uh, last for 2021. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Actually, that actually makes sense because they did release a PS5 version. So I was about to roast them. But yeah, I get it. And Charlotte at, over, uh, over at Funhouse has brought up a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, saying, as someone who's only played MGS 3 and 4 and a bit of 5, I technically own two versions of this game. How so? PC and PlayStation? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> How? Uh, well, I I bought the PS4 version first, so. All right. Well, I'll give you that at least. And I and I later bought the PC version because I want I FOMO. Mm. Yeah, gotta watch out for that FOMO. I've been there before. If I've been there before, I literally like. I'm such a mess, man. I was looking at my humble bundle keys, like, because I bought so many different humble bundles recently, and I'm just like, I don't even know what some of these keys are. I've never activated them from like five years ago. <sighs> And then on top of that, when I literally right as I was looking at that, the next morning at work, uh, Ty hits me up from Uppercut, uh, where all of all of us did that uh, that fuck Greg Greg Abbott stream that we did for trans kids in Texas. And when I donated, I forgot that I signed up for codes, so he gave me two more, and I'm like, oh lord, <laughs> what am I gonna do? So yeah, it's just a bunch of too many games. We own too many games. It's a fucking problem. That's exactly why I stopped. I stopped with, with Home Bundle. Mm, yeah, like, I'm probably gonna have to stop soon. I I hit a point where I was like, I have too many codes. Like I hit up uh, a nudist, and I'm like, hey, uh, I, it, was, it, was, it was it was before uh, Wikipexelated took that took the hiatus. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, do you want some codes you can get on Wikipexelated? He's like, sure. I'm like, here, I just, just send like uh, 10, 15 codes. <laughs> I I actually have a whole page on Notion to where it's just literally it's just free codes and it's just codes that I've gathered over the last couple of years. And I'm just like, man, I just don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I own Dusk like three times. <laughs> like, I, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I, I took the last big, the last major code, in my opinion, that I wasn't using, which was a Wii U code for Super Mario RPG. And I just get gifted it to Graydon because Josh didn't take didn't want it. Probably for the best. It went to a nice home, it sounds like, but at least all my codes are confined to just PC stuff. If I had a bunch of like PlayStation, Nintendo, all those codes, good God. That stuff would be fucking tragic. Yeah, I mean I don't mean to like to keep the show on like on a tangent. Mm-hmm. But I was watching uh Attack of the Show like a one of the live streams they did, and that actually did the one of the, the actually the best use of a, like a code giveaway I've seen in quite a while. It was uh, Ring of Pain. 
oh my god ring of pain <laughs> yeah like the the game yeah um, i got you because like they were ha- they had the they're gonna have the creator of the game on i think the loop or something or just an, an interview or on the show and they were just subtly yet unsubtly ha- ha- like integrated like having people walk like crab walk with with the like with a cart like white like with a box or box cover that just had the code on it. Yep. <laughs> God. I'm, like, I'm just like, yeah, this this is what I'm I'm signed up. This is what I'm signing up for. <laughs> Actually, Ring of Pain is another code that I got from the Humble Bundle, and they just released a free update. Apparently, I'm looking at their Steam page now, and it's like Jesus Christ, another want, hard road like. You might want to try that because I hear everything I've heard about that game is that it's. Very good. Very good and very addicting. Yeah, yeah. I I've heard the same thing. Uh, I'm I definitely will hop on Ring of Pain at some point, but literally, Slate Aspire is about to come to PlayStation Plus, so I think I'm about to just hop into that again and get some trophies. Okay, so, back, back to uh, back to the games. Yes, back to the games. Death Stranding. So yeah, I mean, so you played a little bit of it. Like, is it something you're? Did you just like get a quick hit of it? Or are you trying to like get back in there and beat it? I on when I played it three years ago. I did the first uh, main mission. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, um, like I just I ma- I just done the prologue, and I I did the I think the first or second I I played from the prologue to on PC from the prologue to the beginning of the second episode. Mm-hmm. And I might be interested. I might. I, I mean, I don't know if you've been following the news in the East. Uh like international warfare news yeah okay and, yes. and and certain threats that have been made oh god they did not make did they make the threat well because there's one threat that's more destructive than anything else that could possibly be talked about did they make that threat th- that 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 threat was was thought about and they then they then it was downplayed all right and, sa- and and said party said they would only use it if um things got really bad to like if like mutually assured destruction Jesus Christ. But that assures everyone's destruction, not just yeah. those two. Jesus. Um I was I was I kept hearing news footage, I don't know, from from something. Like I could like um see I think I get CNN updates on my phone. Um so I'm, pl- I'm playing this post apocalyptic game, thinking about pos- post apocalyptia possibly happening, and le- realizing I don't want to will this into existence. So I just stopped playing the game. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> That's how you got to do it sometimes. I, I I can't hate that. Can't hate the player. Can only hate the game. And I'm honestly not going to hate the game because I know there are Kojima fans out there that will end me. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I I really like. I like the game. Maybe two, three, a year or two from now, if things are better. And we're all still alive and COVID is over. Possibly. I'll possibly go back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just. There's like I said, there's other stuff to play, and honestly, that game is just so daunting on its own that I do not blame you. So, give it some yeah. time. Maybe it'll be worth it. I will say, Mads Mikkelsen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. I I don't know. Like the footage I like him you... a lot too. He's a good kid or man. <laughs> <laughs> He's old enough to be your dad, dude. <laughs> yeah, true. Like uh, I don't know. I I was about to put. I was about to um post post, post the. My question on Twitter because I didn't, I but I didn't, I didn't want to get spoiled, and I because I, I I technically don't know I still don't know his character's name, 
Oh, I mean, they announced that before launch, but it might be something you'd like to find out during the game. Yeah, because the uh, BB, when um, like at certain points you'll get well, tr- certain cutscenes will. I don't even know if they're cutscenes because it's since it's done from the BB's perspective. Oh yeah, the first person stuff. I've seen clips of this. Yeah, I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's I don't know if it's an actual like FMV of Mads Mikkelsen. I don't think it is. I think it's literally just them animating him and stuff, but it looks it, it, it looks realistic. Oh it's, yeah, that the whole game looks weirdly like too good. <laughs> and ironically, I'm playing the game not on I'm not playing it on the easiest difficulty. Oh my god. I'm only playing it on easy. You might regret that later on when combat becomes more of a thing, but for I, now, you know. I mean, fun. I did I did have to take I did have my first encounter with the BTs. Ooh. Was that tense? Um, Wait, I BTs are the invisible things that you gotta like hold your breath while they walk past. I had to hold my breath, uh, walk, be careful, like walk slowly. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, I just gunned it, like up. I, I was basically gunning it, skyrimming sky up a hill, <laughs> trying to glitch your way up. I know that feeling. Yeah, which I ironically got me the sleep tight little BB uh, steam achievement. <laughs> it wasn't sleeping very tight. You're jumping up a wall uh, when they and. Uh, but anyway, the mm-hmm. I, it, it it is like I it isn't it's an intriguing game. Um, I like the soundtrack, like the music playing, like the low roar music. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get you. Like ambient tunes. And man, is it weird to just it's 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 still I don't know how I feel about it that the like when you get into the private rooms, you can just drink a bunch of Monster Energy drinks. <laughs> Yeah, that is very bizarre, even now. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with that, but hey, that's that's Kojima for you. Boy, howdy. I, I, I did like, though, how uh, when in the private room, after the f- first encounter with the BTs, the in the before you go to that area, you are in this you're in a similar room mm-hmm. and they're like they're, they're army men toys like figure figurines that are just r- regular army guys when you come back after fi- f- encountering the bts they're they're in the s- the style of the bts uh-huh huh. it's it's very interesting stuff okay i'll have to get around to it death stranding is one of those games where i don't necessarily want to play it but i want to know what happens <laughs> it, it's 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 a game that i really can't wait to think back to but I'm not actively excited to actually play it. If that means. yeah, I mean there was that moment in uh, Revengeance. I don't think Kojima had anything to do with it, like the story and all. Yeah, where Maga said. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, where the main bad guy says it. Oh yeah, that yeah, was... the 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 the, uh, the, yeah, the po- politician. Yeah, yeah, that was so bizarre. I remember that, and everyone made the jokes about it. Oh, God, that's super fucking bizarre. Um, but in any case, yeah, we'll we'll see. There'll be more Death Stranding to talk about one day in the future. Plus, I got I got to play Death Stranding so I can finally watch that Noah Caldwell Gervais video and also other videos from YouTubers I like about that game. Um, so, yeah, that's something for the future, but something for now uh, and by now also the future because I'm going to beat it right after this um, the game that I've been playing this week, the only game I've been playing this week. Horizon Forbidden West. 
I have been scrambling to try and get this game done before I got uh, the next game that Al's going to talk about here briefly. Um, I picked up that game. Uh, it was supposed to come to me on Friday, but it got delayed until Monday. So I said, all right, perfect. I'm going to take that opportunity and I'm going to play a bunch of Horizon over the weekend and I'm going to beat it before this game comes in on Monday. I am talking to you now on Wednesday. I have not beaten this goddamn game, <laughs> but I have played a whole lot of it. Uh, I actually popped up my stats here so I can refer to it. I have put 73 hours into this game now. Um, and in that time, I have done, I think last time I checked, I was at 80% completion. And when I beat this game, I will not be at 100% completion. That is not my goal. But I did go through and get all the trophies I possibly could. So I went through, I went through and got every cauldron. I went through and defeated all the Tanath, uh, or yeah, Tanath, uh, Ten Kath. Oh man, that's a hard one. I did all the melee pits and I got to the end of that quest line. Uh, I did all the challenges and all of the hunting grounds. And actually, the hunting ground challenges were very easy in this game. Uh, they weren't as frustrating as they were last game, which I appreciate. Uh, fully upgraded three outfits, did all the rebel camps. Um, yeah, I did pretty much everything you could in the game. Literally, all I have left to do is, of course, the platinum trophy. Uh, I have to beat the last quest, which I'm right on the precipice of. Uh, I have to scan every single type of machine in the game. And the last machine that I have left is one that's in the final quest. So I will be doing that soon. And I have to win two different matches of machine strike against challengers. Uh, and so that's what I'm probably going to do as soon as I'm done here. I'm going to just run through the final. It, it might take me two hours to beat this game. So I think I'm going to do that as soon as we're done recording here. And I just every time I think about this game when I'm not playing it, I resent the fact that I've been playing it for 70 hours and I'm still not done. Like that sincerely, it just annoys me because I'm like, man, I could be playing Kirby. I could be playing, you know, all these other games, all, literally all the games in this humble bundle that I picked up. Like I could be playing Dusk. I could be playing uh, Ultra Kill, which I'm really a big fan of that I just picked up. You know, there's so many other things I could be doing with my time. But instead, I'm over here playing Horizon for the 70th, 70th hour. But I, I think that when I'm not playing it, but when I am playing it, I am totally caught up in the world. I am like, there's, I'm not going to spoil it. Wait, actually, Al, have you been playing the game at all? I'm still on, I'm still on for, I'm still, I'm still on, uh, all Zero right, Dawn. Right. Yeah, Zero Dawn. Yeah. But I, I will say, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm like 200 hours ahead of you in Halo 5 Guardians. <laughs> 269 hours, baby. Oh my God. All right, I'll I'll give you that. That is that's a lot of fucking time. And also, you're you're ahead of me not just because in Halo Five alone, but like I still have only played Halo Three, so I still got four and uh, what's the other one? Four and Infinite and ODST and, and yeah. So yeah, I got a lot a lot of ways to go when it comes to Halo. Um, but do you plan on, do you mm -hmm. plan on playing? Um, do you plan on playing the uh, RTS games? Oh, uh, Wars One and Two. Yeah. Uh, not really. No. Yeah. I, like, mm -hmm. if anything, I I would watch a like a, a like a like a Halo Wars one the movie like the basically just the, uh, the yeah cutscene compilation because it just at least for Halo Wars two because that that will set you up for Halo Infinite. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I I might look into that. Uh. 
uh, I'll say for for Halo right now, the only, really the only thing I'm planning on doing, there's a Microsoft Awards challenge where I have to get one uh, one achievement in Halo Infinite in order to get 300 points because the Halo TV show just came out. I think I'm going to do that and then just be done. <laughs> so for, for now, I'll come back to Halo when I have more time. Um, but yeah, uh, shit, what was I talking about? Uh, Horizon. Oh yeah, Horizon. Yeah, um, yeah. Every time I'm in Horizon, I'm just swept up in the world. I just love. I even though. Oh, the reason I asked how far you were in is because late, late, late in the game. I'm talking like the mission before the final mission. You unlock an ability to get a different type of mobility set, and I have specifically not been using that mobility set that much because I have so much fun just skedaddling around the world like i have been walking on foot for 80 percent of this game like they have all these mounts that you can ride and all these mounts have like new abilities where you can like melee fight with them and stuff and it's really cool but i'm over here like nah, i just want to be on my feet so i can just see the world so i can pick my little berries so i can you know crouch through the grass and stuff like that i just love just walking through that world in the same way that i did with red dead redemption where that- Mm-hmm. Uh, the same. I can say the same thing with both Red Dead Two, Red Dead Red Dead One, and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I could, I could get like use a a uh, machine like a amount, but I just I just prefer walking. Yeah, and honestly, the this game is just so beautiful to where I just want to see everything and I just want to like exist in the world as long as possible. So I haven't been using a mount for that reason as well. I will say, though, I feel like especially because in the first Horizon game, it was also very pretty and also really liked being in that world. But this new game specifically, I feel like I am having so much more fun in the world. And not just because, you know, it's pretty and the robots are fun to fight, because that was the case in the first game. But in this game... It is so much more like I care about the characters that are here. Like I liked Varl in the first game and I liked some of the side characters in the first game. But here I feel like every single character I come across is unique or just pleasant to be around. Or if they're not pleasant to be around, then you're the one who gets to give them their comeuppance or their just desserts or however you want to say it. And it's just very like it's not like a super happy go lucky game. But it's very relaxing in the way that like 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 how like an episode of Pokemon will have villains, but they're not like murderous lunatics. (laughs) And they're also like they're kind of just like assholes rather than being actual sadists. You know what I mean? You you haven't seen the Pokemon with the movie remake, have you? Oh, God, no. (laughs) Okay, I have not. There, I, I yeah, I only say Pokemon because I know that's a franchise that has that is pretty low stakes when it comes to its villains, but there are still like bad people, quote unquote. There is a scene in the Pokemon, like Pokemon Me Two Strikes Back Evolution, where you where certain where Team Rocket is seen not to where you think that they look like Nazis. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. I did not expect that is where that sentence was going at all. <laughs> oh boy. Well, in any case, yeah, there's there's no one in Horizon quite like that. Um, but you know, just the vibe of Horizon feel I mean, it's a T for teen game and it feels like it in that there's no like super rough plot points. There is one plot point that 
honestly, I teared up a little bit. Like it was, it was a little bit of a surprise, but then when you finally come back and deal with the repercussions of that event, I was, I dropped a couple tears. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I like, I already, I was already here for, I don't want to spoil it. I'm just not going to talk around it, but yeah, that event was good. I still want to do that spoiler cast later. So I'll talk about it during the spoiler cast, but the, it's not like the last of us part two where i was on the edge of my seat the entire time because i was so worried because the fact that they did what they did at the beginning of that game set the tone for the whole game that nobody was safe and in horizon you can breathe a little bit easier because you're like all right this game can only get so dark this game can only do so and can only go so far when it comes to the bleakness and that leads to the game being a little bit more happier overall, being a little bit more happy-go-lucky. And when they do do something that subverts your expectations, it doesn't kill a character off by surprise. It just introduces a new piece of fiction, a new part of its world that you didn't really understand or even know about before. And it just expands its universe in that way. And I really love that. I can't wait to talk about how it does that. But first, I got to beat the game. And like I said, right after we're done recording here, I'm just going to boot this thing up. I'm going to find somebody to play some Machine Strike with. I'm going to relearn Machine Strike because I've been playing for 70 hours. I played one match of Machine Strike. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to definitely going to get up in there. Uh, so yeah, I'm very. Ooh, what the hell? Falcon. And, OK, sorry. I just saw Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Apparently, they put the wrong version on Disney Plus. I don't know what's up with that, but. It's actually not that important. Oh, from the movie Falcon and Richard. I don't know. I'm not going to read all that. Anywho. Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing in Horizon. Uh, I've been playing it too much. I literally said last week, all right, I should be done with it by the time I come back next time. And here I am next time and have beaten it. So uh, next time, I will promise I'll have it done. So yeah, that's all I got on that one. <laughs> and from there, we'll slide on to the final game. Uh, the final thing we'll talk about on this episode. What is the other game that you've been playing this week? My final game is KOTOR on Switch. No, I'm kidding. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I was like, oh, you motherfucker. No, because I, I, <laughs> I did I did make, I did record like 84 minutes of, of uh, KOTOR to go up oh, on the okay. channel in like three parts. Okay. In that case, go ahead and check that out, y'all. Um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yeah, I'm so excited. I, this is like the first thing I'm going to play as soon as I know what Horizon and yeah, like I, I played the first level. And I'm like, okay, this is, oh, I love this. This game <laughs> is so great. It's so peaceful. Yeah, it's yeah. so peaceful, even though I'm just killing people. Hey, and that's that's what I love. Um, they don't die; they just explode into stars, which is you know, coins, coins, or coins too. <laughs> that makes they, sense. They become currency, so it's in theory, it's a bit sort of connected to Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's good. It's got, I was going to say Kirby is a capitalist satire, but yeah, that works too. <laughs> yeah, so I am at the I'm at the I think I'm think I'm near the end of the first part like the first like the first area. Mhm. Okay. Um is that like uh so it, tell me if this is right. It, I understand it to be level based, but is it also like like the first stage versus the first like um what is it called? Like, is it broken up into worlds like Mario is, where you're doing a bunch of levels that have a certain theme, and then you go to a different theme with a bunch of levels? Like, I don't know if you've played far enough to even know if that's the structure. Yeah, uh, to um, like the Mario World uh, comparison. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mario World. Because I understand a lot of people are comparing this to Mario 3D World. Oh, I was, I was actually just going to say, like, the original Super Mario World from, like, 30 years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, it it even has, like, the, hu- the hub world. Mm-hmm. Feels like the main, like the first, like the, like it feels straight out of Super Mario World, like it, where you would, um, depending on how far you made it in the game, there's a certain level you could go to where you would, you'd, it'd be where all the Yoshi's were, like all the Yoshi's that, were, that you rescued. Hmm. Yeah. Like it'd huh. be like the tree level, like the tree stage where they're all just like a gaggle of them. Yeah. I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know how I feel about that, that use of the word. A gaggle it. of Yoshis? <laughs> yeah. A murder of Yoshis? <laughs> yeah, I feel you there. I mean, if anything, if, if, if DBZ Abridge taught me anything, Piccolo is a, is a Yoshi, and by extension that means Mechans are Yoshis, and that means that <laughs> Yoshis are, tech, are, are a pod. Or, or no, fuck, I messed it up. A cornucopia. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that does make sense. Ah, oh, boy. Yeah, we'll see. I mean... us humans are an infestation. <laughs> I mean, hey, the Forgotten Land just looks like an abandoned United States, or just Earth. New, so. No, abandoned, a post-apocalyptic New Dong City. It, oh, oh, God, that is perfect. That's literally what it is. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I, yeah. I'm very interested in the game, though. I've been... Um, I've talked about it. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but... I am very excited to play this game. I pre-ordered it. I have my little pin set that came with the pre-order from GameStop. I'm ready to go, but I want to get through so, it first. I, I, I'm not. I, I. There's no spoilers here, so because I, I, there's really not, nothing to spoil. I was about to say you can't spoil a Kirby game. Yeah. Um. I have done the uh, different, like the different, like certain. There are certain levels you'll have to replay multiple times. Hmm. Because, like, you go from, you'll only need to take, like, go through a level once to get the Waddle Dees, which I also feel, feel, feel like I should get smacked for saying that. Oh, God. <laughs> I th- I'm gonna allow it. I'll allow it. Everyone back off on the internet. <laughs> there are levels where you'll have to, like, like, there are levels where you'll possibly get lost in one location. And you won't be able to get this like a sub objective. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are time trials with the different abilities you can get. Yeah, I've seen some footage of those too. Those look very, it look fun, but also in a stressful way. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's a there's a boomerang type of power up you can get. Mm. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. That's from the old games. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Um. There's a a fire spitting one. Our fire fire breathing one. There's an ice, the ice ability may be my favorite one, mm. and it's not even. It has nothing to do with like the combat. It has to do with the movement, because Kirby looks like he's just ice skating. Yeah, I saw that one where it looks like uh, Astrobot from Playroom in that one level. Yeah, and I was like, honestly, I'm getting. I got. I have the one game besides Super Mario World. I I can I can't stop thinking of when I think of Kirby. And forgotten Kirby, forgotten land is Astro. Yeah, Astro. man. Because, mm-hmm. like the way the the way the enemies are, the way like the, the enemies are, the way you traverse everything. Mm-hmm. The fact that you see the Kirby model with all these different 
costumes from these other characters as literally what Astrobot is. <laughs> there's even a like the there's even a like a uh, like a machine like what was the machine like what are those machines where you put the coin in, twist it, or turn it? Oh, and, the gotcha machines or yeah, just the, the toy thing. Capsule machines, that's what it's called. Yeah. There there's in the hub area there for like ten coins you can get you can try your luck and get like collect a whole set of them of those like of the little gotcha things. And I I have I had about like fifteen hundred coins. Oh my god. Because I was just I was just doing everything I, I like getting any coin I possibly could. And there is nothing like that that is my satisfying time playing that game is just seeing the animation turn on the gotcha machine hmm. i I, like I love it. this game yep yeah i oh, i can't wait to be right there with you because i think i'm also gonna love this game i'm i'm doing the thing where i don't i don't think this is something anyone does often and i don't even do this often but i'm like planning out like when it comes to game of the year what's probably gonna be in my top whatever Horizon is going to be up there, and I feel like Kirby's going to be up there for me. I think it's going to be like top five somewhere. Maybe not top two or three, but like top five. Yeah, Kirby just seems like it's absolutely my shit. Uh, knowing, because I, when I was playing the demo, there was a bunch of coins and stuff to collect all throughout the demo, and I'm like, what are these coins going to be for? And it's for like, that. Yeah. It. Well, I've also seen you can upgrade your abilities as well. Yeah. Um, which just seems super crazy. You can just turn your regular gun power or your bomb power, or whatever, and just supercharge it as as you play. And that just sounds like, oh, that's absolutely my shit. Like, I love long-term progression. And in a platformer like this, I didn't expect them to have that. But since it's been confirmed, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's this game is just speaking to me. So, yeah, I can't wait to hop into it. Like I said, as soon as I'm done with Horizon, that's the next thing I'm playing. So, yeah gonna be a good fucking time for video games let me tell you very excited to play that and some other things i will say though um and this isn't this isn't a negative this is actually who i'm, I'm trying to remember who developed uh planet robotabot hmm. oh wait wait um nintendo switch online update oh yeah they uh <laughs> they have three obscure games on here well uh, one two 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 obscure games one Game done by a gamer gator, a game gate, ga- not a gamer gate, comic comics gator. Whew. I was like, gamer gator, is that? Oh, please don't tell me. Is it a Ford Gym too? Yeah. God damn it! I I I knew there was something that went ha- that happened with the Earth Ford and Gym guy. Yeah, like, uh, Dig Duck Two, Mappy Land, and uh, the game Emmett said that I want to say because, uh, to hell with Ducks and Apple. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you can play all those on your Super NES and NES uh, streaming service on Nintendo Switch Online if you want. I'm going to keep it real. I probably won't play any of these, but they exist now. <laughs> hey, I'm still waiting on the like the time to make that uh, Yoshi Story video. Hey, there you go. We'll take it down to moments. Swoop-de-woop. But, yeah, uh, but that. Mm-hmm. When, when I was going through the first level and using the vending machine... Uh, ability or mouthful mode that that i feel i feel wrong saying mouthful mode <laughs> it's part of the charm come on um, come on we all know kirby's a throat goat <laughs> okay so the deafening silence uh oh, one, one of the there's one of the time trials is, is using the uh 
using like the the safety cone. Uh, one, another one is using the uh, bomb mechanic. Mm-hmm. Another is using the uh, vending machine. And I gotta tell you, I was freaking out when I was first playing it because, like, that particular one, because I didn't know if there was gonna be a a limit to how. Like, I, I was expecting it to, since it was a time trial. I was thinking, oh, they're probably gonna limit it to like two, two hundred, two hundred fifty at, ma- at at max. I see it's like nine hundred. Like, god damn it! <laughs> Just spamming it. Oh boy. Yeah, I get that. Oh boy. Well, it seems like there's a lot of cool stuff to do in the new Kirby game. I can't wait to because my plan was to have a whole segment about it on this episode, but then I didn't play it at all. So I was like, yeah, we'll we'll save that for another. <laughs> We'll, we'll save that for another episode. Plus, I still got Horizon to do a spoiler cast on. There's a lot of stuff going on. And you still got streaming the finale. Yeah, yeah. I think I will do that because you did say that right before we started recording. I'm not going to lie. I was tempted to go on Twitter and say, hey, everyone, let's, let's bully him into streaming it. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. think I'll do that. It'll be a surprise stream. So, yeah, well, I'm going to go ahead and do that soon here. But first, let's go ahead and wrap up. the show. Oh, was there anything else you want to say about Kirby before we... Before we wrap up here, um, yeah, I really hope I can. I hope I can pry myself away from MLB 22 next week or in the coming days to uh, play it. Oh God, yeah, MLB. I'm not even gonna hold you to oh, that wait. because two, MLB two days is play two days away. Oh my God, yeah, this Friday. That's right. Yeah, MLB is gonna be all you play for like the next month. So I'm if you don't play anything else. I accept it. <laughs> That's fine. My plan, since I'm done with Horizon now, my plan is to play enough games for the both of us. <laughs> so we'll see if I'm able to accomplish that. I've been trying to do the whole beat at least two games every month, and I've caught up to the point where that has been the case this year. And Horizon, I will go ahead and count for my first game of April <laughs> because I'm beating it so late. Um, so in any case, that's what we're doing there. Uh, and yeah. Uh, That's pretty much the entire show here. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Let's go ahead and get through this housekeeping real quick, though. Um, So we got a lot of things here. Mostly they're all just from uh, our YouTube channel. But before I talk about the stuff on our YouTube channel, let me just real quick say uh, shout out to our friends over at Uppercut Crit. Uh, I mentioned last episode that they had a, uh, uh, not a GoFundMe, was a Kickstarter uh, where they were getting funding for their whole year of... uh, of running the site basically how they pay their writers and everything they crossed their funding line so they were able to get their budget in uh so if any of you listening uh click the link and gave a couple of the bucks there i appreciate you doing so it did help out uh it was pretty much all or nothing for them so i'm glad they were able to hit that and they're able to uh keep their keep their stuff moving so shout out to them um and so yeah good on them for that so i wanted to thank y'all for contributing for our friends over there over at uppercut uh and from there i'll go ahead and say uh the stuff that we're doing over on our youtube channel so the first things first here uh just passing through pandemic the board game (laughs) which okay that isn't funny on its own but it's just like oh you know what i'll do in the third year of this pandemic let's play a board game about it Which is just kind of funny to me. I don't know the the irony, um, but that's a great joint. So go ahead and check that over in our YouTube channel. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I was gonna make a pe- just passing new for uh, Tunic, mm-hmm. but the dog has made things made recording videos very difficult because she tends to get upstairs a lot. Oh yeah, just interrupt everything. 
No, not even I mean, not even interrupt anything. Like go to my niece's charge into my niece's room while she's while she has school she's at school. Huh. So most days I'll wake up like I'll s- suddenly wake up to hear my sister yelling at my dog. I'm like, "What the?" and just fall back asleep. <laughs> like I even during this this pocket this recording I had to mute my mic a couple of times. Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't say anything about it. I was just like, "All right, he's coughing or something. It's fine." Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, in that case, that can make that difficult. So I understand. But hey, you if you want to see some info about that game, you can go ahead and check that out on the on the YouTube channel. So go ahead and click that link in the description. Uh, we have a bunch of Steam Next Fest uh, playthroughs and demos here. Uh, we have uh, Steam Next Fest playthroughs of. Uh, did I just mute my mic? No, I didn't. All right, we're good. I just hit the mic on the button and I got scared for a second. Um, we have Rising Sun Iron Aces. We have Where the Heart Leads, and we have My Friendly Neighborhood. Uh, if you, oh man, My Friendly Neighborhood, that what? game is that game like? Is it that... creepy? Um. Okay, so my friendly neighborhood is just. I'm just gonna explain it for the people who don't who don't know what that game is. It's a it's a survival horror game with puppets. Like I've not, seen TikToks about this. I think not just like hand puppets, but like Muppet type or Sesame Street slash Muppet, like a Henson type Muppet, a puppet, like a Big Bird. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um. There's even a point, like, there's a point in the video where just, I end up, fa- like, I'm facing a, uh, gigantic, uh, puppet, and, and, like, once I take down that puppet, a whole horde end up coming in. Oh my god. <laughs> Not puppet horde mode. Jesus what? Christ. I'm looking at the gameplay, it's a lot of puzzles r- right now. I'm just skipping through here. Like, if you go to the 21 minute mark, like, 21, 21 and a half minute mark, yep. you'll see a bunch of puppets, and it's... Little right. off. Yeah. Oh my god. Like Fuck they, no. They multiply like you shoot one, they explode into five. Shoot shoot another one, they explode into five. Oh hell no. And that I ha- wait a second. You still hear me? Did I cut out yeah. here? No, no, you're still there. Sorry, I th- <laughs> something happened on my side to where I was like, wait, did I just turn something off? And but, uh yeah. if if you want if you want to see something frightening, go to the eighteen like eighteen nineteen minute mark. Oh no, I do I want you know what I'm 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 on here. Let's check it. Oh god, I'm very concerned. Uh, all right, while while that's open in that tab, I'm gonna keep. Re- oh fuck, what is that? I don't like how his jaw moves. All right, I'm gonna stop looking at that. That's so. Uh, Rising Sun, the Iron Aces was was me as 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 well as from my friendly neighborhood and Lunark, which that was another game. Okay, wow. I think. I think uh, where the heart leads was a Josh or a Graydon joint. I bet it was a Graydon joint that has Graydon written all over it. Oh, actually, not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rising Sun Iron Aces is a very. It looks oh, very bullet helly. It was fun. Yeah. It looks like that classic kind of arcade shooter. So yeah, it it looks fun. Maybe not my specific speed, but I can understand how it would be enjoyable. Like that, I can play, but not. Not near Automata or Returnal. Damn, Brad. I'm, I'm not. This isn't, this isn't me putting the game on blast. True. It's me saying like I, I'm very limited in what I could do. I get that, but near Automata, it's only like part of the game. Like you get past that section, and then you can, you know, play the game without the bullet hell stuff. It's a whole thing. Any case, 
I could go on and on, but all you need to know, Nier Automata is great. And the homie uh, Mario, uh, Mario Not Bros over on Twitter, he he's playing it. So, you know, if you can do it, nah, I, it, it is what it is. I'm not going to force you if you don't want to. But actually, any- honestly, I have been thinking of trying it since I'm giving Death, Death Stranding another shot. Oh, my lordy lord. If you can, <laughs> if you can make that happen, please. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you got to do it immediately. Just if you play it at any point, I will be happy. And the day that what you're playing segment will be three hours long. <laughs> the day that you hop on that game. So, yeah, that that's an all timer for me. I've talked about it before. So, yeah, Nier Automata is incredible. So can't wait till you get through that one. So, yeah, go ahead and watch those Let's Plays on our channel. Uh, Rising Sun Iron Aces, Where the Heart Leads and My Friendly Neighborhood. All those you can see in the description below. Um, speaking of Al, uh, we got a Let's Play episode of Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness uh, episode or part one. Uh, that's a huge bird. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and check that one out. I've, I got to keep it honest with you. I have never heard of Gale of Darkness. Is this some like obscure like N64 Pokemon or something like what is no. Uh, so this is part of the uh, Johto slash uh, Hoenn era mm-hmm. on the on the GameCube. Oh, GameCube. Okay. So, like, the whole point is you're catching Pokemon, but you're their shadow Pokemon. Hence, hence the name Gale of Darkness. Oh, okay. And once you catch them, you you like you purify them, hmm. like as in like not purify them as in kill them, but purify them as in make them healthy, like good again. Make them whole. Yeah, and the. The title, like the reference in the descriptor, that's a huge word, is referring to Shadow Lugia, ah. which has is one of the most like the current like head or not head or like one of the current lead like lead folks on the Pokemon art team. That was their first, the person's first like first like big project project with Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. And I, the last time, like, other than when I made those videos, I had not played the game since 2003 <laughs> or 2004. Wow. So it's a lot of you getting reacquainted. Yeah, and I, and I actually, when I bought, I, I, back in like 20, was it 2020? When I was, when I went, when I just went full in back on Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were going in back then. Yeah, I remember that. So I was, I was watching the Super Best Friends uh, Nuzlocke mm-hmm. and Liam kept what he kept talking about uh, Gale of Darkness and Coliseum and I thought and I thought to myself I think I should buy those games like if not just if, if I can't play them I should just at least get them to own and uh, yeah I got Gale of Darkness for a good price hey there you go <laughs> Talk about a W. So yeah, if if you're curious about any of that, oh wow, that is a lot. Okay, uh, earlier when I said, oh, if someone's calling me, they've been texting me in a group chat for the last two hours. So if you heard my phone vibrate in the background, that's why. And they're talking about like passport stuff because they want to go to Jamaica later. Um, so yeah. In any case, that that's why I'm like getting distracted towards the end of the show. They're like, "Oh, here's how much it costs for a passport. It costs more than I thought." Um, so, in any case, 
Uh, so yeah, if you want to see some gameplay of Gala Darkness, you can go ahead and click that link in the description. Um, another Steam Next Fest demo we have in Lunark, a uh, little, looks like an 8-bit game, uh, well, pretty interesting looking thing. I want to just look at the gameplay here. It makes me want to investigate more. So I think I'm gonna watch that one later. So it was, it one. was very interesting. All right. If you say it is, then I will believe you. So I'm going to go ahead and check that out. Uh, so uh, yeah, there's going to, you may. Depending on if I don't know if Graydon fully edited the video, but there's if he didn't, there's gonna be expect expect a lot of death. Oh god! <laughs> because I, there's like the fall damage feels like a, like a from from soft game, even though it's two D. Oh boy! Well, and uh, yeah, in that case, then it should be an interesting video indeed. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna check that one out there. Uh, we have another Let's Play here, Star Wars The Clone Wars Republic Heroes Part 35, Assault on, is it Bepor? Yeah, okay. it's, and it's five five more, so the whole thing is over. Oh boy, drum roll, y'all, it's coming soon. Uh, so yeah, if if you, you got a couple weeks here to catch up, so go ahead and catch up now so you can be ready for the grand finale of that one. Uh, and then the last link that I have here is just a Shadow Warrior 3 review from when we talked about that at the top of the show. So, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and read that one if you would like. And that is all I got for you today. I have things to do now, uh, and I better do them pretty quick before it gets too late. Because while I don't go to work at 5 a.m. tomorrow, thank God, I still go to work at 8. So I still have to not fully sleep in. <laughs> so if I'm going to beat Horizon, I better go ahead and do it. So. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show, and I'm going to go ahead and make that happen and also get back to these people texting me because this has been going on long enough. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. um, mm -hmm. I can't guarantee that there'll be an episode of when this week because the since Friday is April Fool's Day and uh, writers for for video for, for sites tend to a lot of misinformation gets spread on April Fool's Day there very correct and i spent so many times t like in group chats talking about how much i fucking hate these people <laughs> who just <laughs> who act like oh let's let's make this a funny thing no i'm a i'm a goddamn news writer i need to i need to i need to need, I need to read read the news to write it <laughs> i mean look i feel like in the last few years a lot of these like ign and stuff like that i feel like they're very good about if they're gonna do an april fool's day joke they make it be very obvious that it's an April Fool's Day joke. Like, I, I don't think there's too much quote unquote misinformation nowadays because now, A, it's April Fool's, and B, it's obvious that this absurd thing or this thing that's way too good to be true is too good to be true. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't think you're going to see too much of that. Plus, also, we're still like in the middle of a pandemic, technically. I don't know how many sites are still like trying to get everybody together to do a crazy prank. So, you know, we'll see. Time will tell on that one, but it's a Saturday anyway, so it shouldn't be too crazy. <laughs> I don't Friday. think many. Oh, wait, it is a Friday. Fuck, you're right. Yeah, because today's Wednesday. God damn it. I did not realize. Oh, hell. All right. Well, I got things to figure out in my life then. <laughs> oh, you got boy. things to prioritize. Exactly. I got things to prioritize because I'm, I'm supposed to be going out with some friends on Saturday, and I did not realize it's a day later than I thought. So I got to change things around, which is fine. Um, but you still got to do that. You still got to do the Twitch stream. 
Yeah, I still got to do the Twitch stream. God, there's so much stuff to do. All right. In any case, I'm going to start some of that stuff at the very least, and we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up. So thank you, Al, for hopping on here once again. Glad to no see problem. you back from the hiatus. Feels great to be back. Hell yeah. Good to have you back, buddy. Um, and once again, it's been me, Emmett Watkins Jr., back with another episode of the Players Club Podcast. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we will see you in the next episode. And as I always say, keep it real, keep it drill, and play on player. Peace out, y'all.